Saturday morning words and coffee on a very cold day where I am. It's uh, minus 20 degrees Celsius, minus 4 Fahrenheit. And there's tons of frost on the window, and you know what that means. I'll be cliche and read a little Robert Frost. Robert Frost, of course, one of the most famous American poets. He was a poet laureate of the United States. He read a poem at the inauguration of JFK, and he won four Pulitzer Prizes, I believe. If he's not the only one, then the last one to have won four Pulitzer Prizes for his work. An interesting guy, he, he's taken so seriously, there's a personal angle to this one today. Robert Frost is one of the reasons why I stopped majoring in English. <laughs> not because of Frost himself, but because of the professor. I left high school, went to university, was studying English, or at least reading it, uh, in English 101 or whatever it was called at the school. 1A6, I think it was. You got six credits for it or something. Anyway, uh, I hated the professor. I just thought the professor was so bad. And the way we were looking at work was so weird and, and dumb <laughs> that it just turned me off. English literature forever, at least as far as uh, scholastically. I kept reading it on my own and looking at it on my own. But it was a Robert Frost poem, and that was actually Mending Wall, is the name of the poem, Mending Wall. And uh, there was disagreements about that in the class, and I just thought this is such a waste of time. And I ended up leaving English and majoring in anthropology, which I enjoyed greatly. I didn't do much with it uh, later in life as a professional or anything like that, except what I took from it learning-wise, which is what I thought university was for anyway, not necessarily a jobs program. So I enjoyed my time there, but English was not in the cards, and it was Robert Frost that helped show me the way, which is why we're going to... Look at how I'm tying this all together. God, I'm good this morning. <laughs> we're going to do uh, The Road Not Taken, which is often misquoted as The Road Less Traveled, but this is The Road Not Taken. We'll read that and we'll talk about it. And we, what we have here, as I like to do, is set up the poem a little bit so you can have the image in your mind because you don't have the advantage of having the words in front of you is you have a, a traveler in the woods uh, taking a look at a fork in the road and meditating on it a little bit before deciding which path to take. And so here is The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth, then took the other as just as fair, and perhaps having the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. And that is The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost, often misquoted as The Road Less Traveled, and you can see why. It's the one of the last lines in the last stanza. It's funny that, you know, when you think about that misquotation, the road less traveled uh, that he took, and it made all the difference, people think, well, that's the important one, but actually the title is The Road Not Taken. So 
<laughs> Frost is almost saying the, the road not taken was more important. Anyway, a lot of argument and discussion about this poem. When you d- deep dive into it and look around, Frost uh, liked to give poetry readings, and he wasn't uh, an artist that hid his motivations and kept his muses quiet in the background. He would talk about what his poems meant, or at least what they meant to him. He was fond of saying that this poem was a tricky one. Uh, He would warn people that it was a tricky one at poetry readings. Apparently the background of it is he used to go walking in the woods with a friend in England, and the friend uh, could never make up his mind about which path to take. And this poem was kind of a personal, if not a jab, then maybe some motivation or something. Apparently the story goes that he sent this poem to a friend before it was even published, and this poem had such an effect on the friend that he ended up going to World War I and he died there in World War I. That's the story anyway. But Frost, when he talked about this poem, if you ever read any of the interviews or any of the snippets that you see online, um, he doesn't treat this poem with as much import as we do. And so I think sometimes as readers we go looking to poems and literature like people go looking to scripture and looking for answers. And I think the reason why this poem is tricky is because there's no answer here. He took the road less traveled by, sure, and did it, and it made all the difference, according to him, but that doesn't mean the difference was good. And I think that's what a lot of people get out of this poem, is that, you know, and we even use it in our own language, don't we? It made all the difference. What a difference that made. We, we tend to look at that as being something good or something better. Uh, but he doesn't say that here at all. And it's interesting that in the poem... As the traveler's looking at it, really the roads are the same. You know, he he thinks one is less traveled by, but neither of them have leaves that have been trodden black. Um, one looks like it might be the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear, so it was a little less traveled. But they're more or less the same. And so things could have turned out well either way, or badly either way. And I think Frost even mentioned that in an interview once upon a time, that, you know, you're going to miss good stuff either way. Whatever path you choose, something on it will be bad, and something on it will be good, or many things will be bad, many things will be good. So, does it make much difference, then, what path you take? It's kind of an interesting question. I have a feeling that a lot of people are struggling with this right now, with everything that's going on in the world, people working from home, I was reading an article that 64,000 people have left the city of Toronto in the last two years. I mean, those are paths being taken that you're either giving up on the city or you've been told you need to work from home and maybe now you're working from home and you decide, you know what, I don't want to go back to the city even if they reopen the office. Maybe I'll go do something else. Maybe I'll pursue my, my passion or my hobby and turn that into a way to make a living or maybe I'll just, if you're old enough and lucky enough, maybe you'll just retire and enjoy your life and start traveling. Those are paths that we take. Here, we're talking about a road not taken, and that has made all the difference. We romantically look at that as striking out on our own and being a rebel, and and that is good, but be careful of that. That doesn't necessarily make it good um, just because it's the less travel by. I mean, it might be the less travel by because there's a cliff at the end of it, (laughs) right? So you have to make some decisions. I've had some opportunities in the last few months come up that would have been paths for me. Um, I, I tend to dwell on it for a few days, these paths. One thing I don't do, unlike the, uh, the narrator here, 
He says, I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. I tend not to, I'm like anyone else, I like to tell old war stories, such as they are. Um, but I, don't, I tend not to dwell on the paths not taken. Once I've made a decision, that is the decision, and then on I go. I don't tend to dwell on what ifs and what could have happened. Are you like that? Maybe you are. Maybe this poem means something to you in that way, that you will be sighing ages and ages hence and telling the story about the road you didn't take. But uh, that's just not my way. Anyway, be careful of uh, the paths. You know, you see that fork in the road and you worry so much about the one you didn't take or the one you should take. Both are probably pretty good. It depends what you do with them when you're on that path. And uh, we'll see you next time on Saturday Morning Words and Coffee. Bye-bye.